This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1289 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by Dr. Rose's Remedies. Horse people, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip features Glenn and Dr. Wendy from the Driving Radio Show, and Dr. Wendy explains traditional Chinese medicine, and there are actual branches. So she's going to tell us all about that right after this message from Dr. Roses. Dr. Rose DeLiva, developer of Dr. Rose's Skid Treatment Salmon Spray, saw a need for a natural, safe alternative to steroids to help the plethora of skin issues she was seeing in her veterinary practice. She combined the best all-natural ingredients known for their healing properties to create Dr. Rose's Skin Treatment Salve and Spray. Neither product contains any artificial colorings or preservatives, and both are steroid and gluten-free. Both products are antiviral, antifungal, and antiseptic, as well as anti-hemorrhagic and anti-inflammatory. They also cool and nourish the skin, help to heal burns and lacerations, and surgical incisions. Here at the Horse Radio Network, we use Dr. Rose's on all manner of cuts and scrapes on our horses, and we have found it most effective to keep our horses from getting scratches on their pasterns during periods of heavy dew. You can find Dr. Rose's skin treatment salve and spray at Dover Saddlery Stores or go online to drrosesremedies.com. That's drrosesremedies.com. Well, Glenn, we've been going over the old Chinese medicine segments to talk about the elements. I thought this would be a good time to talk about the five branches of traditional Chinese veterinary medicine. And I just wrote an article uh, that kind of explains Chinese medicine in the Chinese way that we think about it, but in also the scientific way. Because one of the things that really bugs me is when people say, hey, does acupuncture really work? I keep thinking I should say, no, I just want to take your money. Of course it works. I wouldn't be doing it if it doesn't work, right? So um, I'm going to tell you about, uh, and you know, my background is molecular biology. So I don't always get into all the details of the scientific parts of Chinese medicine because my clients don't always want to hear it. But I know that our driving radio show listeners are interested in Chinese medicine. So I wanted to get a little bit more in depth than I have in the previous talks. So there's five branches of Chinese medicine. There's acupuncture, herbal therapy, twina therapy, food therapy, and qigong practice. So we'll start with acupuncture, which we all know that it uses needles or laser stimulation to the acupuncture points. And most of the points are in areas that are dense with nerves and vessels or in trigger points in the myofascia. So when we stimulate these points, it tells the cells there to release chemical messengers that flow through the body and tell cells in other parts of the body to react. So some examples of these actions are like um, when I needle a point, it can relieve, release endorphins, and endorphins are like your body's morphine, and that reduces pain. It decreases anxiety. 
or um, some points release histamine. Histamine is the chemical that if you get stung by a bee, it causes the red raised um, point on yourself, or it can also cause the constriction of your blood vessels. So you can see how that neurotransmitter will, or a chemical messenger can cause global reactions throughout your body, right? So a bee sting, why does that make you uh, not be able to breathe? It's because it tells your body to, to, to uh, close your, your, bra- your bronchioles and you can't breathe. Um, acupuncture is often described as energy medicine and in many ways it is energy medicine, but sometimes that term is used and people think, oh, well, energy medicine, we can't explain it. But of course we can explain energy medicine because the body is full of electrical processes like your nerves, your nerve has to depolarize to fire like a battery. So there's chemical gradients there that cause an electrical impulse. Um, also, uh, there's kinetic energy in your DNA. If you will even want to get down to the molecular part, your DNA winds and unwinds based on the kinetic energy that's built into those molecules. Like you have, have you ever um, tried to roll up a hose without a hose roller? Yes. Isn't that so frustrating? It is. A frustra- hoses are frustrating to begin with, but yes. Well, especially when one side of the hose is still stuck on the, on the faucet, right? And you try to roll it up, and then it just spirals, and then it gets harder and harder and harder to roll. Well, that's kinetic energy because you've rolled it up, and it wants to unroll. Um. So that's how acupuncture works. If okay. anybody says, that makes sense. I, I don't believe acupuncture works, so they can say that, but I've just explained it. So the next one is herbal therapy. So we know that a lot of our um, pharmaceuticals are derived from plants and animals and then isolated and highly concentrated. So they have a specific action and they're stronger and they work faster. But herbal therapies are slower to work and generally gentler on the system because they're not as specific. But in many ways, herbal therapy can be more powerful because um, we haven't found all the different interactions of all these chemicals in whole foods or in plants or fungi or animal products. So, for example, like maybe there's a... um, a plant that people have found shows a, a, an efficacy against cancer. So what we do in modern medicine is we titrate down and find the molecule and look at it on the molecular basis. Well, that's all well and good, but maybe there are processes that we don't know about yet. And there's, there's molecules we don't know about yet that also help that plant fight cancer. But if we extract just this one chemical, then we're only using that one bit. So sometimes whole foods might work better or whole plants. Um, but we just don't have the knowledge to know that. For example, like before we knew about antibiotics, you know, people would use whole foods to treat people and they didn't know why it worked but it worked. And now we have the science to prove that. Very good. So the next is tweena therapy. 
So tweet knot therapy, I like to joke with Dr. Kyle about this, is um, a lot of chiropractic care came from Twina techniques and was repackaged as chiropractic care. <laughs> because, you know, Chinese people invented everything. Everything, right. <laughs> 2,000 <Tea>, years ago. <laughs> noodles, everything. Spaghetti. Yeah, spaghetti. Exactly. Because we all what know was... it wasn't the Italians. No, Marco Polo ate all these noodles when he was in China and he got back to Italy and he was like, oh my God, I can't stop thinking about all those delicious ramen noodles bowls I was eating in China. I had to make <laughs> spaghetti. Um, <laughs> so anyways, with Twina therapy, um, we it's, it, it's a lot of massage. It's a lot of uh, myofascial techniques, but it's also uh, some chiropractic adjustments. So, the chiropractors have actually done Twina therapy a great service because they've, they've become more scientific about it and they work on every single vertebrae. So a chiropractic exam will go through your whole spine, whereas Twina, it's kind of like a hands-on thing. And we just um, kind of do the whole body. So the techniques I do in Twina um, that are close to chiropractic many times are a twisting motion. Um, or like, I'll take a whole, I was showing somebody this the other day. They didn't want to do it because it's like super hard work. Um, a lot of times when you have a base of the neck issue, a great tweena move is to take the foot of your horse and, and extend it. Like you're going to stretch his foot and then you shake it. And when you shake it, that vibration and the pulling and the shaking tends to release a lot of the tension at the base of the neck. But I'll tell you what, it's like hard work. It makes your back hurt. You're going to need tweena therapy after you do those techniques. So that's, do you have any questions about tweena, Glenn? Nope. Got it. <laughs> You're just doing okay. good here. You're on a roll. Okay. And uh, so food therapy is the next one. And food therapy is based on the energetics of food. And we classify them by different tastes. So like a good rule of thumb is a crisp, refreshing food, such as cucumber, celery, or watermelon rind, are good for heat conditions. So for all my non-sweaters, I always encourage them to use those kind of cool foods as treats. Um, and warm foods are the ones that take energy to digest. So like oats or sweet potato or pumpkin can help your pony keep warm in the winter. And uh, an old horseman's trick over the winter is to always feed lots of hay overnight because hay is hard to digest, right? It takes a lot of energy and takes a long time. And as they digest uh, the hay in the cecum, they're generating a lot of heat in their body. So and you can ask, I'm sure Jennifer, after living in Pennsylvania, was always doing that. We always like to give them hay overnight and a warm bran mash so they can just digest and be their own little heaters in their stall. So the more processed a food is, the more heat it contains. So here in Florida, raw foods are better because we always deal with the heat. Um, so in lots of dog foods and even in horse foods, there are some extruded nuggets and those usually are, they, they do these extruded nuggets because if they process them that way, the fat say, stays stable for a longer period of time. But those can tend to be really hot. So if you have a horse that has like bad skin or is a non-sweater, it would be much better to stick with a whole food diet. Um, 
And actually, most horses that aren't really competing hard do much better on hay, which hay is a warming food because they have to digest it, but it's, it doesn't create as much heat as grains. Have any questions about food therapy? No, and I think we've talked a lot about that in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've had Tigger on and things, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Qigong is the last thing, and the Qigong actually really ties into what Randy was saying today in the training tip. Uh, Qigong is like a meditation practice. It's similar to Tai Chi. So people, you can say, okay, we're going to relax, we're going to breathe, we're going to do Tai Chi, blah, blah, blah. Um, because we all know stress produces cortisol, and cortisol is an endogenous steroid. That means you make it in your body. It's a steroid you make. It increases your blood sugar, it suppresses your immune system, and it decreases your bone density. So, you know, those are all bad things to have in your life, right? You, you don't want all those things that will set you up for um, sickness later on. But you think to yourself, God, how do I get my horse to do qigong? Um, you can't just go out there and tell him that he needs to relax. But what Randy was saying, that when you get nervous, it translates right down the reins to your pony getting nervous. And horses actually really pick up on our feelings a lot more than, um, than I will say our other human partners do, right? Because like Jen can't, can tell you're mad, but she has to, you know, you have to be really mad for your human friends to pick up on that, but your pony or your dog can pick up on that right away. So one thing that uh, I always think about when I try to recommend Qigong therapy for animals is um, uh, they should maybe take one day a week where you just go out on a hack and don't do any training, just go out and walk. You don't even have to do any conditioning. Maybe just walk on a loose rein and enjoy nature. And just think about like nothing. Don't think about, I have to get back and book guests for the driving radio show. And I have to do this. And I, I have to plan our trip to Disney. You have to just think about nothing or think about, um, like I was jogging this morning with my little dog, Tiki. And I love to listen to these like audiobooks. But then I thought, you know what? That's not fair to her because I really need to just think about her. So I turned off my audiobook and I just like listened to her little feet going down the road. And that's what you really should do with your horses to just listen to their footfalls and think about how happy you are together. And your horse will pick up on that. Wait a minute. I'm still stuck on you went out jogging. I, I got stuck on that part. I love jogging, but oh, I don't jog in the summer because it's too hot. Yeah, it is too hot. Florida to do anything in the summer. <laughs> Very yeah, good. I, lo I love jogging. You know why? Because it's a stress reliever. Well, that was very interesting. Thank you, Dr. Wendy, for sharing that. And I think, you know, we we anybody that's been a long-time listener knew a little bit about each one of those from, from listening to you over the years. But it's neat to hear it all put together into one package. Uh, so thank you. You're welcome. Of course, drwendyying.com is where you can find Wendy and all of her stuff. She sells a lot of stuff on her store there, too. So check that out. Oh, yeah. And I've actually changed the website a little bit. So um, I have some herbal therapies, some of the more general ones that I use a lot um, that are on the website. And you can, um, you know, call and talk to me. You can get a consult now. You can call and we do Skype consults. Um, so Great. go check it out. DrWendyYing.com. 
Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. Make sure to have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. And you can also subscribe via iTunes. Thanks again to today's sponsor, Dr. Rose's Remedies. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show.